everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. We're super happy to be back for our 20th episode today. Um, we are going over self-sabotage today. This can be a really, really tough subject to go over, um, especially if you're not really sure if you are doing the self-sabotage or if you're not really sure how to understand and how to process those thoughts. Um, I know, Mom, you and I both have really gone through a lot of self-sabotage in our life and still kind of go through it in our day-to-day -day lives. So I want to talk about the negative um, emotions and um, maybe like triggers that might happen, um, just some like signs and symptoms of self-sabotage. Right. So I guess if we really delve deep really quickly into self-sabotage and, you know, that little voice in the back of your head you know, that one that says, you're not worthy. You can't do this. Um, you didn't make it happen before. Why can you have, why can it make it happen now? And if we really think about it, you know, we have that past brain, you know, our back of our minds, that brain that's always looking at um, the past, but we also have our, the front of our brains, which is our prefrontal cortex that said that is our current, is our present mind that we, if we can learn to take control of that part of our mind and um, make that part say, yes, I can. I know I can, I am worthy. And learn to listen, <coughs> excuse me, learn to listen and to be in control with that part of your brain that becomes so much easier when those thoughts come up to be able to just say, yeah, that's not right. But it takes work, it takes time, absolutely, to, to recognize that and to um, make that happen. Like we have gone through so much. We've talked about a lot, Ali, with um, just our own self-sabotage. You know, like mine was always body shaming, always. And what that not only does to myself, but to the people around me. And I remember, you know, being with a friend and I was always like, oh, I'm so fat. I'm so, you know, I hate the way I look, whatever. And eventually they started telling me, you know what? It affects how I am with you because you're always doing that. You're always putting yourself down. So it makes me feel bad too. And so when we can see, you know, when, once I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I just thought I was affecting myself. I thought it was just, I was just telling myself that I didn't realize I was affecting other people too. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's really hard because self-sabotage is contagious, contagious, and it can show up in different people in different ways. I went through a portion of time where it was body shaming, but I've also gone through more of you're not worthy, um, telling myself that I'm not worthy. And I've dealt with that probably most of my life more than body shaming. Body shaming is more of a new type of self-sabotage that affects me. But I have been put in situations to where I really had to push myself to know that if I keep working hard, I'm going to get what I want. Um, regardless of what anybody else thinks or if anybody else believes that I can actually get there. Um, and so I've had to really think about if I want to get there, 
I can't be the one stopping me because everybody else is trying to stop me. So I have to be the only one to push myself. And I can't, I can't let this, I'm not worthy. This one mistake is going to let me fall to the ground and not be able to get back up. I can't let that stop me. Um, and when you get those, like those triggers of like, maybe for me, it was like making a mistake and then making a mistake gives me anxiety and it makes me freak out. Oh my gosh, I made a mistake. Oh, I, you know, all these bad things are going to happen or I'm never going to be successful or I'm going to keep doing it over and over again. Like all these like negative thoughts just continue to pile up in your head. And it can be really hard to just like take a second, just stop and recognize, okay, I have to stop. It's one mistake and it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's really, that's really hard. And um, I think honestly, recognizing your triggers is something that will help you to understand if you are even having the like self-sabotage kind of mindset. Right. Well, I had um, some coworkers that I used to work with and she just brought this up to me the other day and she said, you know, we um, were talking, you know, another couple coworkers, I was in the front office and they were in the back and said, you know, we were talking about oh we're so fat or oh you know just bashing themselves and I called him out on it and I said hey you guys I don't like to hear you say that about yourselves you know it's it's that's a terrible thing for you to do and to this day you know that was over a year ago and I just talked to her the other day and she's like to this day she has not said a bad word about a bad thing about herself because she realized that what she was doing by just saying those words that maybe you think you're kidding. Maybe you think that, you know, oh, I'm just going to get attention from that. Or I want to hear what other people have to say. Um, Do other people agree with me? Right, exactly. And so, you know, she realized that she wasn't, she was harming herself more than she was, you know, getting attention or, you know, green or whatever it was. Um, and then she said, she goes, my, my self-worth has changed so much because I stopped doing that. And, you know, it's that self-sabotage, no matter what it is, if it's, you know, just the little mental negative thoughts, they're huge. And if you can recognize that and say, I'm, I can't do that anymore. I am worthy. I am, you know, I am able to do whatever I set my mind to and it's okay. And start believing in ourselves rather than bashing ourselves. Even if you think you're kidding, it's not funny. Your, yourself doesn't think it's funny and um, it really takes a toll. Yeah. And I think a lot of times when, when it comes to saying those words out loud, um, I think a lot of it is like trying to figure out if the people around you believe that too. Because you might in the back of your mind think that all these people believe these negative thoughts about you when in reality, they probably don't. And they probably never thought about it like that before. Exactly. But it's, I think sometimes in it, I don't want to say it's attention, not wanting to get attention. A lot of people like to say that, that, oh, you're just saying that to get attention. Well, that's just other people's way of, instead of just coming out flat out and asking, do you think I'm fat? You know what I mean? Or something, do you think I suck? 
like all the, you know, instead of just asking that question, um, you're turning it against yourself to see if other people will say, oh no, I, that's not true. Don't say that. Or if they're going to be like, yeah, you're right. So it's just, it's like an indirect way of asking. I don't see it as like looking for attention. Um, I just think it's really just trying to find answers without being direct. Well, you're just sabotaging yourself. You know, you're yeah. just, you're just looking for ways to um, either make yourself try to feel better or just justify what you're already thinking. And it's, it's not right. And like you said, most of the time people don't even think that people have, you know, wouldn't have put that thought in their mind if you wouldn't have said it. And so it's, you know, we're, we're doing this to ourselves that it's just not even, it's not even worth it because no one cares. No yeah. one is probably even thinking it. The little demons in our minds just get the best of you. <laughs> right? It's like the white angel and the, you know, little devil <laughs> angel on your shoulders and the devil's saying, hey, you know, you're crappy. And the other one's saying, don't say that. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it really is like that. And like, I think it's funny in movies and shows, they depict that, but it's like, sometimes uh -huh. your brain, it's literally... <laughs> someone on your shoulder saying you're fine it's gonna be okay and then the one that's overbearing that's screaming in your ear is saying don't ever do that again shut up and then you get embarrassed and you get anxious and you like get quiet and you don't want to be there and you feel weird and it just like takes over and it's like you don't know what to do and so it's like one thought triggers the snowball effect one thought and if you even like give that thought a thought you think about what it is it's just going to keep going if you say okay here's the one thought i made a mistake and i am mad that i made this mistake but i'm not going to do that again it's a once and done and if i do make it again then i really need to figure out other ways that's making me like you know other causes that are making me do this because it's not like if you keep thinking about it, you're going to make the mistake over and over again because you're too in your head instead of just like letting your body and letting your muscle memory and like letting what you actually know is right do the job. Well, and once you start thinking about it and being aware what you're doing to yourself, it takes time. You know, it takes practice. It doesn't happen overnight. You know, I mean, it's once you start realizing, okay, I'm not treating myself correctly. And just being able to um, really do it over and over and over again. You're learning a new lesson. You're learning how to love yourself. You're learning that you are worthy. And um, it could take a year. It could take a couple weeks. It could take however much time it is that you're gonna give yourself to say, I love who I am. Yeah. And I mean, it's a constant reminder. It's something that you're gonna constantly have to do throughout your entire life. And I kind of want to relate this into like sports. I, when I played golf, I think golf is probably one of the most mentally challenging sports out there. Um, I mean, I'm sure that there are other sports. I know that there are other sports that are very mentally challenging, all of them are, but golf is in a different way. And I struggled with that a lot with golf. 
And I know like my brother does the exact same thing. He really struggles with the mentality of it because in golf, you can visualize yourself making this specific shot and visualize where you want it to go, how you're going to play it from there, how you're going to play the entire hole. And you do it from each, each swing, each swing you do that. But sometimes it can get to the point where when you're trying to visualize, it's a, oh, I need to do this. And then it switches from this positive, okay, I'm going to do this. This is where I'm going to get it. And then positive from there, trying to visualize it, it can turn into a, oh, well, if I don't, then what? And then it freaks you out. And then it can turn into this negative snowball that it's, oh, well, oh my gosh, what if I hit it out of bounds? Or what if I, you know, completely miss? What if I hit it in the water? What am I going to do then? I really don't want to be in this spot if I'm in this spot, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of just, it goes on forever. And so it's really just like, if you want something to go a specific way, you do have to visualize it, but don't let it turn into a what if. Don't let it turn into the bad situations playing out in your mind. Play out the good situations. And if it doesn't work out exactly how you want it to, you're going to figure it out from there. Yeah, always always think about, you know, not the negative. And what did I learn? What did I learn from this last shot? You know, was I not following through? Was I not, you know, whatever it is that happened, um, figure out what you went wrong. And maybe, especially in golf, you just never know. I mean, there could have been an extra piece of grass on <laughs> on the golf ball, whatever, or, you're, or something. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. something like that. <laughs> I don't think that's quite it, but <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, you just you just have to go with it happened and move on, learn from it, and not beat yourself up about it. So with self sabotage, a lot of times there's trigger words or actions that will cause the self-sabotage to begin. Um, that can be anything from a missed shot, a turnover, uh, something going out of bounds, um, a mistake. Or it could be someone saying something that was misinterpreted. It could be, uh, oh, that could have been better. Or that was a bad shot or something like that, you know, something that was supposed to come off constructive that came off negatively, that can quickly become snowballed into that self-sabotage. If you were, if you had a trigger word, like let's say I figured out that my trigger word was that was a bad shot. Uh What from there, what steps could I take after hearing that instead of automatically turning this into like a negative and going down that self-sabotage road what um what steps could I take to keep moving on and keep moving forward from that trigger word so first thing is recognize that okay maybe that was a bad shot okay what can I do better next time how can I um how can I make this into a positive situation? You know, things, things that you can do to help when you get triggered is to really think about what's triggering you. Is it the action that just happened? Is it the, what's the result from that? 
Are you, you know, are you letting yourself feel down? And if you are, think about how that's going to affect your game and say, I really don't want to have a bad game. I really want to continue to have a good game. Okay, so that was a bad shot. So now how can I turn that thought of that was a bad shot, I'm having a bad game into that was just a bad shot. I'm going to have, I'm going to keep shooting because I'm going to have good shots. I'm going to have good things that I'm going to do. And I'm still contributing. I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to learn from whatever's happening. So making sure that you don't let that negative thought of, oh, that was a bad thing into, okay, well, how can I make it a better thing? How can I make it a better action? So would you say that it's the, conf the confidence that you have in yourself and the determination and the drive that you have to get you to where you want to be or to not let things like get you down that would keep you from snowballing and um, like that self-sabotage? Absolutely. I think that once you, once you have self-confidence and once you're you're secure in who you are and what you want for your game and your goals, then when those trigger things come up, then you can recognize, absolutely recognize that, oh yeah, this is just that trigger of thought. I know that I'm going to do better. I know what I need to do to switch it so that I know that next time I'm going to do whatever it is, that's going to be better. So, you know, when when you have that self-confidence that those self-sabotage doesn't seem to be so demanding because you can take control and say, I, I can recognize that. And, you know, sometimes it just takes a matter of your teammates, you know, maybe you're, oh, you had a couple bad shots. Maybe it's your teammates on the bench, just continuing to cheer you on and your coach saying, Hey, it's okay. Keep shooting, keep doing whatever you're doing. Don't give up you know, we just work through this. This is what's happening. This is what I see what's happening. So look to that support system as well. And hopefully as a team, you know, your whole team is coming together. You know, if you are in an individual support sport like golf, then, then you really have to rely on your own mind saying, okay, I'm recognizing this. I've got this. I've got this next shot. I can, you know, I know what I need to do. I know that, you know, what I need to do to have a better swing to where I need to concentrate and visualize. So it's really just knowing yourself and being confident in yourself and being secure with who you are to recognize all those trigger points. Yeah. I mean, self-confidence is key to success. Truly. If you are secure in who you are, I think that you can achieve anything. And um, your self-confidence might go up in some points and it might go down in some points, but like, I think if you truly just like, this is who I am, I embrace who I am, I'm gonna make mistakes, but I know that I can always keep pushing forward and that nothing can stop me except for myself, then I don't see any reason why anyone can't get to their goals. But, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to, to gain self-confidence when, um, when you, when you don't know how to get there. 
it's like, you know, when we work through the workbook that we just did, you know, we have all the questions in there that really analyze your thoughts around certain situations. And we really go delve deep into, you know, what our thoughts are creating. And so we're understanding where that self-confidence is going to come from. And I think, I think it's huge to be able to understand all of that. And that's, that's one thing that the workbook is great for is because you can really delve into all those questions and see where your thoughts are taking you. Yeah. Yeah. And you can always keep improving and you're going to have to work on it as you grow and as you become a different person throughout your entire life. For all, all certain situations, you know, there's going to become so many different situations in your life and through sports and everything you do that, um, you're going to, you're going to get challenged at, at every corner. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, self-sabotage, I think truly, if you want to understand if you have it or how you can better it, work on your self-confidence, work through the workbook and really just dive deep into those thoughts, those trigger words, see why you're doing it and um, just believe in yourself, empower yourself. Um, and that's the first step to being able to um, really just being the best athlete that you can be. So Allie, so how can they work on self-sabotage with the workbook? How do they get the workbook? The workbook is now on sale. We are super, super excited. Um, you can get the workbook and our journal on Amazon. The links will be down below. Um, it will also be available on our website very, very shortly. Um, probably by the end of this week, we're going to have it up. And mom, you actually have one of our first copies. I do. Here it is. Hot off the press. Creating <laughs> mental toughness. We're super, super excited that it's finally finished. Um, thank you all for sticking with us and please go get yours because we're super excited about it. And the information in there is so incredibly valuable that all of you guys can use, um, in your sports as parents, as coaches, as athletes, all of you guys can use it. We're doing it ourselves just to work on our own mental toughness in our lives. Um, but thank you all for watching again, and we'll see you guys next week.